Hey, what are you doing? Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Hey, What Are You Doing? A podcast brought to you by me, Becca G. I hate that I say that every time, but it rhymes. So at this point, we just have to keep going. Today, I have one of the most special guests. This girl has been my best friend since I was born. She had she had to live in this world for 20 days without me. It was probably the saddest and darkest time of her life as a 20-day-old infant because I wasn't here. But as soon as I was born, it just brightness. Just <laughs> it's about when you can track objects as a baby, then Becca arrives. <laughs> First thing I could see. She she has before Becca and after Becca. <laughs> Anyway, it is Lisa. Yay! Yay! I really have to figure out how to add claps. <sighs> you need one of those soundboards. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I should give everyone like an, a walk-up song. <laughs> I'll just be the soundboard today. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa, you can just come in every... That will be your job. That's what I will pay you to do. Yes. Is be the soundboard for every episode. <laughs> <laughs> perfect (laughs) anyway lisa like i said has been my is my longest friend a little backstory my mom and her dad went to high school together well grade school and high school all of the schools and then my mom and her mom ended up being college roommates and that's how they met and then my mom introduced her mom and dad and the rest is history yeah what will we do without our parents and siue yeah And Mount Olive High School. Yeah. And then conveniently, our moms were both pregnant at the same time. And Lisa was born 20 days before me. We went to the exact same preschool. Yes. Yeah. Grade school, middle school, high school. And while we didn't go to the same college at the same time, Lisa did end up at SAUE. Yeah. After her first round of college. Yeah. Little unknown fact about Lisa is she, Lisa loves college. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm done for a little bit, but I think there will be more college in my future. How many degrees do you have? Four. At 32 years old. Yeah. That is wild. So one undergrad and three masters. What are they all in? Undergrad is in biology. And then I have a graduate degree in biology. And then a master's degree in regulatory. And then my MBA. I have my undergrad. <laughs> I got my undergrad and then I realized that you have to touch like dangerous things like chemicals and stuff and I was like oh man that sounds like cancer Mm. so I got something that maybe I wouldn't do be doing that yeah great and now you're out there helping save lives sure with your chemicals one of the people in the process well I mean you're an important part yeah I think that's a thing people forget about us. It's not just, like, the frontline people. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes things to get you health care. Yeah, and we can get into that more. But first, we are going to hit up some fun questions. If you could swap lives with any character from a TV show or movie for a day, who would it be and why? Oh, God. She's already laughing. Okay, I have three. (laughs) (laughs) Because I want to be the perfect mash of these people. <laughs> but I also sound like I'm about 45 to 60. Donna Moss from the West Wing. 
she was the secretary of the like legislative guy. Prue Leaf from the Great British Baking Show. Oh, incredible. <laughs> <laughs> she is 65 to 70 and she just eats wonderful snacks. She does. All day. She does do that. And then Dr. Ellie Sattler from Jurassic Park. She's like the oh, lady with the like tiny yeah. pink shirt. We love that. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a little bit of like each of my life personalities. Yeah. Wow, that's a good answer. Yeah. It's a little sciencey. It's a little like baking, which is a hobby. A little like boss lady trying to like change the world in your own little way. Wow. You actually thought about that question. Yeah, and they're all my favorite shows. Like favorite shows mm. and movies and mm-hmm. wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> They all have great female characters in them. If you had to only eat one food for the rest of your life, but it had no negative health effects, what would you choose? So I chose one. I want two. I know. You can choose whatever you want. Well, because I, if I want one food for the rest of my life, maybe that's not the question. Maybe it's not one food like I can only eat that food or just one food that doesn't have any negative health consequences. It, it can be however you want. So I said sushi. Oh, yes. Because I love it. Because then you can even make the like bad like child sushi that like our parents used to make that's like fruit roll-ups and that my mom did on april fools yeah it has, like, do you remember that swedish fish on it like i love a good swedish fish no i was so pissed when she did that she april fools because that woman loves april fools and do you remember this I re- she like would bring it as a kid like i only remember that i don't remember her doing it as an adult when we were children she told me that she was bringing me sushi for lunch on april fool's day she, me and Amy, I don't know what Carrie, if she told Carrie or what Carrie's reaction was, but I was so pumped because I loved sushi. Amy was pissed because Amy doesn't like sushi, and Amy was like, what? I am a child. Why are you bringing me sushi? Then my mom gets to school. I should have known better. Right. And it's freaking fruit roll-ups with Swedish, I don't even know. It wasn't sushi. I was, then I was pissed and Amy was so excited and thought it was the best day ever. Because it's candy. I was like, get out of here with that bullshit. I don't want this candy. I wanted to. Now what am I going to eat for lunch? Wait. Uh, anyway, that was not the question. You would eat sushi. Yeah. Is there something else though? Oh, these Brookside blueberry dark chocolate. Oh. I see things. Yeah. But, like, I couldn't survive off that. Even if it didn't have any negative health benefits, like... You'd need other food. (laughs) (laughs) I need another food, so... I anticipated you saying, like, pizza. Because gluten and dairy together, if it had no negative health effects on you. Yeah, but before I did that, I didn't really like pizza. I don't like tomatoes. Oh. Well, I was trying to think of something that incorporates gluten and dairy together. Yeah. What... Is your favorite TV show, movie, or book currently? Or all three, if you answered all three. Well, we can do all three. Because okay. why not TV show? Right now is Ugly Betty and You Are What You Eat. <gasps> what um, is your favorite movie? <laughs> my movie, movie musicals. So Waitress, Got Up, Plug Sarah Bareilles, mm, mm-hmm. Chef's Kiss. Yes. And then Mean Girls comes out on the 12th. <gasps> yeah, actually, Haley, if you're listening and we haven't gone already, we all three need to go. Yes, excuse me, Renee Rapp. Yes, uh. perfection. Perfection. What's your favorite book right now? As it's January, the Crescent City 3 book is coming out. So it's Sarah J. Mass. Oh, okay. It's one of her series. Okay, okay. So, really feeling it. I wish I've read those so I could relate. Uh, I'm so sorry. 
fantasy spicy. All right. Well, we're going to get into what Lisa has, what Lisa's doing. Let's do it. So tell me about a bit about yourself and what a typical day looks like for you. Well, I like to pack as much in as possible. I got some. You do. I got some serious FOMO on everything. (laughs) It doesn't matter how boring you think the task is. (laughs) If I don't also get to do the task or I see you do it, Mm -hmm. I want to do it. Uh Uh-huh. So Lisa does a lot of things. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Also, I think that's the ADHD coming out. Mm -hmm. Like... The master of everything for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I just need to see that I can do it and then I'll never do it again. So what right now does a typical day look like for you? I get up in the morning and that's cardio time. It can look like a lot of different things. Yeah. Right now I'm doing a lot of walking, the 12, mm-hmm. 3.30. Mm-hmm. Then I get up and eat breakfast. And then I either go into work or work from home. Work from home is the best thing that has mm-hmm. happened to all workers. Mm-hmm. Then I get home, and it's time with the, the dog and the husband. Mm-hmm. JoJo has a solid 10 to 15 minutes that she will be active a day. I hope that I'm home in that active period. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's napping. Mm-hmm. Also, it depends on the days of the week. Right now, it's prime sports season for children. <laughs> yeah, so... This is January, so there's middle school volleyball for girls, middle school boys volleyball, high school girls and boys basketball. So I ref all those (laughs) sports. So I'm usually out of the house two or three nights a week. Mm -hmm. So we love it. Are we cutting back? We are going to next year. Next year. Okay. Um, For sure. I gave up soccer and softball, and I'm giving up basketball for next year. Okay. But I will keep volleyball for school and middle school okay that's fair you do enjoy it I do enjoy volleyball the most and then basketball so I mean you don't want to take everything out that you enjoy but yeah maybe a little less busyness a little less I think I enjoy basketball the most as a sport but the parents are the most intense there and they get more intense the younger they get well, by the time they were in high school, like, they can self-manage. Mm. That, like, when they're little, they're, like, they can't really, like, run and, like, dribble a ball or, like, hit anything or shoot. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of flailing. The parents are upset. <laughs> but, like, their child is the one that's flailing. So it's just managing chaos in a productive manner. And you're there to do it. Yeah. Can we get better at something? Can we learn a skill enough that, like, when we're 30, we can play with our buddies and, like, starve off the heart attack one more day? That's always, like, my goal is, like, does no, did no one get injured? Did we learn a skill or, like, get better enough that, like, mm-hmm. maybe we'll stay active into our 30s, 40s, and 50s? One time I went and watched Lisa ref. Well, it was watching Lisa ref while also watching my little cousin play volleyball, But it was kind of cool, actually, to see you. I had never seen you in action. And then also, you did something that no ref did when we were kids, ever, I don't think. But you pulled girls aside and you, like, gave them tips or tricks or, like, your thoughts. Which was, I think, is really kind as a ref. And they don't understand. You make a call, which is fine, and you make it. But they don't understand, one, what the call is. Or mm-hmm. two, like, 
even if they know what that is, they don't know what, what it means in, like, proportion to their body. Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm in taking up space as a human on this court, like, they don't know what that call is. So, mm-hmm. like, showing them, like, this is what you did to, like, if you do it this way instead of this way, you won't. That won't happen. Yeah, like, if you jump up instead of forward, you won't go into the net yeah. as many times. And I won't have to tell you call that on you 75 times a game. Yes. There's, like, a group of, like, three guys that I ref with. And I do remember them doing that in middle school and high school. Mm. And they, they do it now as a ref. Like, mm-hmm. I ride with them. And at the way home, they're like, this is your assignment for the week. <laughs> Please stand <laughs> in the mirror and make signals. <laughs> so it's like, oh, man, I get that you're 52. But I feel 15 again. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so work. much. <laughs> okay. How would you describe your current phase of life in three words? I said full, scheduled, and simple. <laughs> I, I know how because, because like this sim so full because my every moment is full mm-hmm. and I like to when I do a thing I do it to the fullest extent. Mm-hmm. Like when I have family dinners, mm-hmm. I don't just like. And by family dinner, she means our friends. Yeah. <laughs> You're that fine. are not biologically related <laughs> at all. Um, oh. But, like, instead of just, like, ordering a pizza or, like, it, it's always, like, an event. Mm-hmm. It's, like, an excuse. Mm-hmm. So everything I do, I try to do, like, to the fullest extent. I schedule everything. And simple. Like, uh, finding the, like, simple joys and everything. Just being with people and the connectiveness. Like, Mm-hmm. that's not a huge like to do but like just like we went to that candle class where we got to be with like our siblings and our mm-hmm. parents and just like spending a night together like the candle was great like I burned the candle but it was mm-hmm. really about like the night mm-hmm. and the time spending time together yeah which is important yes okay and then also simple please please go into detail about how it's simple yet so incredibly full, full. and scheduled well, I think that that's, like, it, too, is that, like, you don't have to do something, like, crazy to mm-hmm. make people feel important in their lives. Mm-hmm. That text or that TikTok that you saw that, like, hey, this reminded me of people. Mm-hmm. Or, like, just knowing that you're there for people or, mm-hmm. like, people are there for you can really change a day. Mm-hmm. Like, you're very good at letting people know they're important to you. Yeah. You're, al- you're also very good at your actions speak volumes at letting people know like I know that if I need something I can rely on for example I called you a couple months ago because a package had been delivered to my neighbors and it was too incredibly heavy for me to carry over on my own and I called you and you were there within five minutes like you are the person that would drop anything for anyone yeah and your parents are the same way so I think that's also testament to like them too like you guys if someone needs something, you got, it's like no questions asked. Yeah. You guys are just there. But you also know that like you're going to, you get what you give too. Mm-hmm. Like the same with me, like we were out and about and wasn't here around Christmas, but you went and got mm-hmm. the package. Like we care about each other. So we'll do that stuff. But there's also not too many people out there who would just like your parents. When we spent eight hours. Yes. Raking your leaves. Yes. And planting grass. Like the fact that that you guys did that is still mind blowing to me. Well, I think that that's, like, old school, like, small town that I want to keep. Like, mm-hmm. it's the... People used to have villages. Mm-hmm. But now we're all, like, single in our 30s. So, mm-hmm. like, 
how do we create that village? Just like, oh, we're going to spend three hours raking leaves. So why don't we do like me, you, and a couple of our friends get mm-hmm. together and we do one hour in each one's house. It's still done. You spend the same amount of time, but mm-hmm. at least you had like fun and chatted and... Yeah, and helped and... Helped. Okay, so right now, what is taking up most of your time? Work. Because that's yeah. 40 hours a week. Gross. Yeah. I mean, it's really great. I love my paycheck and my benefits. Health insurance <laughs> is great. Do um, you love the job you're doing? Take out whoever you work for. Do you love the actual job? I mean, I think that the work fits my personality. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't I don't see a job that I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to like go to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine a job that that exists. It does for some people. <laughs> yeah. Like, but yeah. I don't think there's anything that I would just be like... Oh my god, I cannot wait till I get to go back. Okay. What takes up most of my time? Oh, games. All the games. Mm-hmm. We talked about all the games. My husband and my dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they take up lots of time. They're great. That's my favorite way to like end an evening. It's just on the couch or like in the bed with them. Mm-hmm. We're also trying to like remodel part of our house and reorganize our house. Mm-hmm. So moving the office and remodeling our bathroom. We want to clean our basement because it just turned oh. into a... Yeah. I just don't want to see this object. Yeah. And all my hobbies that last two months end up in the basement. <laughs> so... Yeah. We need to do That's... a little bit of a reorg in the basement. Okay, well... These are all like put together, mostly. Leading into that, are you working on any personal projects or hobbies right now? Well, we just talked about the remodeling and the reorganization, mm-hmm. and those are boring mm-hmm. and adult-like, so mm-hmm. let's skip those. I got into knitting this last year. Yes, you did. I did. So one sister-in-law is due any day. She is. I do track her on <laughs> her Apple phone, so I can see when she heads to the hospital. Well, so she is going to have birth, so I knitted my first blanket. Oh! Uh, yeah. Did you send me a picture? I don't know. I have it on my phone. I'll show you. Okay. Their nursery is dragon themed. Oh, cute. They're having a little boy. So I made a purple blanket. Mm-hmm. And she asked, like, oh, why purple? Like, most people did, like, blue or green, like, blue colors. And I was like, well, your nursery is dragons. Mm-hmm. And dragons are purple. And she's like, dragons are made of creatures. <laughs> <laughs> there is no fact about dragons. But that's okay. I love it. Yeah. Church, Church Lockins. We just watched that end credit scene where they do karaoke. Oh my God, we did. That is a memory <laughs> I didn't know I had. <laughs> Church Lockins. Yeah. We could go on about those for a long time. But we're not. We're going to talk about a recent achievement or milestone that you were proud of. Well, I got a, a very large promotion last year. Yes. I just went from a regular quality control person to lead a senior lead nice uh, which came with a hefty raise crushing it which really when they gave me the little sheet with my like, promotion and my raise i framed it oh nice <laughs> it's hanging up on the wall i was like a <laughs> life-changing moment thank you yeah my degree and the promotion because they cost about the same <laughs> And I know it's not like not it's not an achievement, but it is a milestone that I agree to stop refing soccer and basketball. That is an achievement, actually. Just like me allowing myself to say no and that like mm-hmm. I've had enough. I really appreciate those and like they've given me lots of opportunities and like 
I've got to grow myself, but growing enough that I have the ability to say no or like that's enough. Mm-hmm. I really got into roughing because like it's about community and finding community as an adult. Mm-hmm. And like that is a unique group of mostly dudes. Yes. Um, <laughs> mostly guys. It is a boys club. It is a boys club. There's like three other girls that I do. You're probably of. the youngest. No, there's a girl oh. that started this year that she's at Lewis and Clark. She's like oh wow in her twenties. Good for yeah. her. Yeah, she's not doing high school. She's doing middle school, but she's doing great. So. Nice. Yeah, but yeah. Besides that, yeah, the average age is like late sixties. Yep, male. Male. Yep. There's still a decent number of like women in volleyball, but mm. soccer and basketball, it is. And like, I feel like and and softball and baseball boys to boys sports. Yeah. Primarily men. Yes. Roughing. Yes. But I am proud of you for stepping back. Yeah. Because. I need balance. Yeah. And it's exhausting. Yes. I mean, you're essentially out there running up and down the court with them. Yes. And that sounds terrible. Yeah. But it is good. I think it's good that you are stepping back. Yeah. It's a good thing. Okay, how has your perspective or priorities changed in the last year? Well, let's keep it going from the last one. The ability to say no yeah, or, like, I'm done is huge. For you, yeah. For me. I'm kind of a people pleaser. Like, I would, Mm. like, and I want people to have, like, opportunities. So if, like, me saying no, like, prevents the opportunity from happening, Mm -hmm. I would always say yes. But, like, sometimes that's not good for me. So I need to, like, say no. And also your FOMO. My FOMO. Yeah. But like there are definitely been times like I already have three games, but then a ref got sick and I pick mm-hmm. up the fourth one because like if I don't, like I'm the last call mm-hmm. and then they have to cancel the game. Like so mm-hmm. now these like fourth grade girls who like look forward to this all week don't get to play their game. That's not on you. I know, but like I know that I would have been a disaster. It's very nice of you to take their feelings into consideration. <laughs> Actually, just putting me in them in their shoes, like I would have been a mess. You're an my, empathetic person. My poor parents. It's very nice. Dealing with those big emotions. Oh. And the other one is, like, I'm not going to pour into relationships that don't pour into me. Yeah. Like, I love to fill everyone's cup. hmm But more of, like, saying no. Like, I know I only have so much, like, water to give. Yeah. So I can only pour so much. So if someone's not going to, like, give me some back eventually... Mm-hmm. It, and it can be in a different way than like what I usually give mm-hmm. like I'm very respectful of like I give in this way and this way but I know that like you give in this way and my other friend give in this way and my other friend gives this way that like if you're not going to pour back in any way then it's that's not good for me either correct if they wanted to they would yes I feel like that's a good lesson a hard lesson yeah and it's really hard because you kind of go through like transitions in life like there's that transition between like high school and college and then mm-hmm. like college to after and then there's like that young the young adult the like right out of college we're like young adults now like I know that that's just what they call like 25 year olds like young adults like no you're 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 still a child yeah you're like wanderer like mm-hmm. I'm a young adult like I'm a young person finding out how to have a job and a mm-hmm. mortgage and like I'm doing different things so it's kind of like a new stage so it was hard to, like, leave some of those other relationships behind because, like, mm-hmm. they don't serve me and I don't serve them. Yeah. In your phase of life. Yes. And that's not to say they won't come back around. 
True. I mean, we went through a phase of life where, well, I didn't have any friends because I wasn't allowed. But Lisa didn't hold that against me. Like, she, you recognized the phase of life that I was in at that moment, and you were there to help me pick up the pieces afterwards. Right. We were, I was ready for when you were, yeah, for the next step. And you just respected that at that moment, I, it wasn't just you. It was, right. (laughs) It was everyone. Did we still check in? Yeah. Did I make sure she was okay? Yeah. But we're not going to have that. I'm not going to be able to pour into her because she Mm -hmm. can't. I couldn't pour into anyone. Yes. Yeah. But you were there when I needed it. So it's not to say all those relationships won't come back. But for now, they don't fill your cup. Yeah. And that's, that's okay. Yeah. It's nicer or easier or those aren't the words I'm looking for. But to have quality friends over a quantity of friends yes especially at our age like i don't need seven thousand friends no it's it's like the village thing who's Mm -hmm. gonna be there okay what's a big goal or dream that you're currently pursuing i would like to retire by the time i'm 65 that is a good goal i know that's not a current one though (laughs) we gotta plan now i can't just wait True. And then the other one is to, like, one day build a house. Oh, that's a good goal. Yeah. But it's not, like, the realistic goal is to build a house. Mm-hmm. The unrealistic, like, goal of that is to build, like, a compound. Lisa and Trent want a compound so bad. <laughs> so bad. I talk about the village the whole time, and it's <laughs> not as, like, drink the Kool-Aid as it sounds. No, but it is... <laughs> I'm going to build a compound and all of my friends need to live on it and we're just going to live off the land. Yeah, so I don't want to, like, send my parents to a nursing home. So I'd really like if I could build them, like, a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half-bath, like, shed dominium Mm -hmm. thing right next to it. But then it would be nice if, like, our friends could – it was enough that, like, our friends could build whatever they wanted there, Mm -hmm. too – we could have a shared garden, more of the, like, village. Like, our friends are out, so, like, we'll watch your house or, like, your dog or... Grab your package off grab... the porch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old school. Village. In what ways do you feel you've grown or evolved recently? Saying no or enough is enough. Mm-hmm. That was, like, a big one. Mm-hmm. Prioritizing rest. Mm. Like That is important for you. Yeah, but I would go to the point of, like, complete exhaustion. And, like, the only way that I would know that I was completely exhausted is I just, like, start crying mm-hmm. as I, like, continue to trudge on mm-hmm. without any, like, event happening with the tears. Mm-hmm. And, like, prioritizing me, like, I'm important, too. Like... Yeah, um, you are. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's hard for me to do. Mm-hmm. I'm I mean, glad you're realizing it, though. Yeah, I mean, I think even when, like... You, you were in my wedding party. Mm-hmm. And even in then, like, most of the time, like, I did prioritize, like, what I wanted. But, like... You also very much thought about every other single person you invited to your I wedding. I did, 100%. You, like, wanted it to be an experience for all of them. And while, like, a lot of people um, planning weddings do, you you wanted to make it special for them. I don't even know if that was... It. Like, that was not my mindset going into my wedding. Mm-hmm. I'm... I, everyone wants to say, I'm a different bride. I get it. <laughs> but you were a different bride. I was very cognizant of, like, my wedding is a special day for me and Trent. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a life-changing day for us. Mm-hmm. For everyone else, it is a night out. Mm-hmm. Like, their lives don't shift or change or 
anything because mm-hmm. of these six hours. Mm-hmm. Mine does. Mm-hmm. So, like, however I want people's reaction to be or I want their experience to be or I want them to give to me, like, they're never going to – no one's ever going to meet that expectation mm-hmm. because the event or the day isn't about that for them. Like, mm-hmm. it's dinner yeah. di- dinner and dancing. Like, yes. So – prioritizing me and what was important then Mm -hmm. and not realize like I think that was like my moment of like I'm prioritizing me because it's not putting other like my expectations on others Mm -hmm. like it's putting expectations of me on myself and that's all that I can control yeah and that's like part of prioritizing me is like it really would upset me in my late 20s that like I couldn't get the reaction out of people Mm -hmm. or the affection or the concern or Mm -hmm. that I thought I needed or wanted or deserved or mm-hmm. which I think is hard right it's like most millennials and the yeah struggles <laughs> yeah but I'm glad that you're recognizing that you are also important yeah I mean you are l- quite literally the only person that you will have to be quote-unquote be with from the time you're born to the time you die yeah like so you are I mean I know that a lot of people say like prioritize others above yourself but like you can't you cannot water people the way you want to or fill their cup the way you want to if your cup is empty leaking yeah has holes all over it right and so your cup has to be a good sturdy cup yes (laughs) before you can do that for others so, going off of that a little bit, what is something new you've experienced or learned? I want to talk about my Alaskan cruise. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Please um, do. I got to go to Alaska and Canada. You did. So, first time out of the country mm-hmm. with the passport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got to go to Alaska, which was great. Mm-hmm. I got to see whales and seals or sea lions or sea otters I don't know lots of things <laughs> something <laughs> I didn't get to see a moose I was kind of sad about that um, but I got to see all the ice glaciers icebergs the whole thing yeah it's the most beautiful thing in the whole world it's also like some of the most like depressing times I've had like they talked like they talked about how like much it's melting and how quickly mm-hmm. and how it- that was crazy mm-hmm. but yeah Alaska everyone needs to go see the ice the ice is amazing it's beautiful and then it's my first time on a cruise yeah how was that amazing so were you scared i was scared i was gonna get sick are you on north sea tiktok yes was it like that no there was one night we had like rough waters Mm -hmm. and it was because we were like it was rough waters that we also like weren't prepared so our like suitcase was rolling around Mm. while we like tried to sleep and we had like get up and like lock it inside a closet and like oh my god (laughs) i was like (laughs) rolling around the room and stuff <laughs> i don't know i would have been so sick it was like our first night we didn't know no we had those like patches and they worked yeah it was great oh people always talk about how people gain weight on cruise um me and trent both lost over five pounds on this cruise oh my god well alaska we all of our uh, excursions were active excursions mm-hmm. like we went kayaking and we went hiking and up a mountain of ice that was melting so yeah your parents were freaking out yeah all the time but also like 
if you, you take the stairs and you walk around and even on like sea days, like the sea day was around Glacier National Park. So we're like running from side to side on the boat to like see different, like, mm-hmm. oh, the humpbacks are over here. The gray whale is over here. So like cross the boat so you can see it. And mm-hmm. you the best view is on this side and this side. So like you're run like we had over 25,000 steps every day on this cruise. Oh my God. So, right. At, unless you're just sitting there eating the whole time. Like I feel like that's probably more for like the caribbean yeah well yeah and there was like the first guy like we're still in port getting on the boat and me and trent are just like figuring out how to use our drink package and order a drink so it was like 30 minutes like i don't even know what we're doing this one guy had gotten like a plate of nachos a hamburger and fries and then his wife like brought him a bowl of noodles (laughs) (laughs) all while we're like still at the bar trying to figure out how to order a drink we're like he's like in his robe and we're like (laughs) incredible excuse me sir we see that you have figured it out like how how do we... Where does that come from? <laughs> yes. SOS. SOS. How do you even get a snack? I just need water. <laughs> yes. Um, so I just suggest cruise and Alaska. But do your research. Mm-hmm. Only two cruise ships are allowed into Glacier Bay National Park, and that was probably the best part. Mm. Yeah, otherwise you have to like sit outside the park and then pay an extra fee to get on a small boat to get in. Wow. Yeah. Good to know. If anyone's thinking of an Alaskan cruise, hit up Lisa. Yeah, I will talk Alaskan cruises all day. What up? Hashtag Holland America sponsor me. <laughs> Anything else that you've learned or experienced recently? Well, some big ones. Okay. What is something that you are passionate about and how does it influence your daily life? My two things are being active and connections are my passions. Mm-hmm. i got to move throughout the day. Lisa um, is definitely the most active human being I know. Yeah. I think some of it is, like, my personality. Some of it is the ADHD. Like, mm-hmm. I got to get off the energy. You do have a lot of energy. Yeah. So, I have to be active. Like, that's why my mornings have cardio. Mm-hmm. Got to get it through. There are some days where I do two times of cardio just because, like, mm-hmm. my skin is getting ready to crawl. I got to do something. You're like, I've got to move. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then connections. So, like, family and friends all the time and just people in general it drives trent crazy is trent more introvert oh 100 like stay home yes Mm -hmm. he recharges from alone time trent and i are pretty similar in that way yeah i I choose like those people in my life yeah (laughs) you're like i want to see all of you at all times and every single one of us are like we have we need one minute (laughs) can you wear me as a backpack and we could always be together And you're like, oh, my God, I want to shove that backpack in a closet in a dungeon in my basement. No, never that. (laughs) You are good at respecting those boundaries, though. Yes. Like understanding and realizing that different people in your life thrive differently. Yes. And Trent is great at being the third wheel because it Mm -hmm. gives him, like, the best of both worlds. He doesn't have to, like, he can come along and, like, be part of it, but he doesn't have to be, like, the center of attention. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's a lot of, like... He's like, yeah, I'm the third wheel on this event. And I'm good with that. I am too. Yeah. All right. Speaking of Trent, is there a particular moment that significantly impacted the direction of your life? I would say meeting him. Yeah. We're going to share that story because it's a great story. Yes. Please do. So me and Trent met on Tinder. Lovely site. Yes. Millennial meeting place. Yeah. While I was going to SAUE. Okay. What year? 
That's a great question. I don't remember. Great. <laughs> Once you get married and all that stuff, well, it's right out the window, <laughs> out the noggin. It was right after there was an incident where a student was murdered when he tried to sell his car on Craigslist. Oh. So we were getting daily and weekly emails about not pe- meeting people on the internet. <laughs> And Lisa was like, what? And I was like, what? Say what? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it anyway. (laughs) So I met this guy named Trent. And I was like, oh, he's funny. Then he asked if I wanted to go hiking. (laughs) So mm, stranger in the woods. Turn up. It's like a lake. On your first date? Swamp. Yes. Great. For our first date. And I was like, oh, this is where I get murdered and dumped into the swamp Mm -hmm. where they never find me again. Mm Mm-hmm. And by swamp, please tell everyone where. Oh, it's Watershed. It's a very nice area. Yeah. Very heavily trafficked. Not a swamp. No. Not in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) It's a bougie, like, nature center. Well kept. Nature center. But at the time, I had no idea. And I was getting these, like, horrible emails. Like, if you meet someone on the internet, (laughs) they will, like, dispose of your body in horrible ways. And just, like, steal everything that you have. And Lisa's like, let's go. Yeah, so I did it anyway. I was terrified the whole time. And then he didn't murder me, so I consider the date a huge success. (laughs) (laughs) He had a really high bar. (laughs) Incredible. So every date was up and up because Uh when the first one is like, don't murder me. Yeah, I would say that that is... Like three people knew my location was tracking me at all times. Good, good. Because I was like, at least they would find me like while it's fresh and not like bloated. (laughs) And stinky. From, from decomposition. <laughs> also, the lake at Watershed is probably not even deep enough to throw a body in. Like, Annie fell in it and it went up to, like, her chest. Yeah, but that mud is so, like, sticky and goopy that you could probably, like, stand on my body and, like, stick me down. <laughs> wow, you really thought about this. I totally thought about this a lot. I was like, goodness gracious. Again, in a very high-trafficked area. <laughs> Trent would have enough time to murder Throw Lisa in the lake and then stand on top of her without being seen. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's irrational brain oh. at its prime. Anyway. So your first date. And then it was. Love it. It was. All, you were inseparable ever since. We really were. Yeah. yeah. Then Lisa introduced me and Trent to each other multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. We were. At a unique stage at that point, too. Because, like, we kept meeting at a bars. Me and you? Yeah. At, like, late at night. Like, I remember, multiple, like, introducing him to you multiple times at Big Daddy's at, like, 11 o'clock at night. Oh. I remember being introduced to him at, like, homecoming. And then... Understandable, the same as... Yeah. An equivalent to Big Daddy's. <laughs> and probably a bar. I don't know. There were, like, three times where you like, this is Trent. And me and Trent were, like... Mm, yes yeah so now it's a running joke that like trent will be like hi i'm trent and i'm like hi <laughs> you know every ounce of my life so yeah it is funny we love trent trent will be on this ep- podcast at some point the requirement trent if you're listening is to get your own spotify account so that you can also subscribe okay how do you find a balance between your personal and professional life I think it's just, like, realizing that my professional life just lets me achieve my personal life. Mm-hmm. Like, my professional life doesn't define me. Like... No, it doesn't. Yeah. Like, there are people in my life where, like, their children call them by their profession. Like, they don't call them mom or dad. They'll call them, like, 
Your mom. Well, I called her Alice. Well, I call her Mrs. And then her last name. Yes. And I call her Alice or Mom. (laughs) Mom is what I tend to call her, but Alice is what I called her in high school when she Mm -hmm. would ignore Mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I know people in my life that, like, their children call them Sir or Doc or... Yeah. Whatever their profession is. Yes. And I think, like, that even in that such of a tight-knit, like, your profession still outweighs, like, the other connections in your life. Like, Mm -hmm. I never want to be that person, so, like... My professional life is just a tool for me to achieve the things I want in my personal life. Mm-hmm. So, like, doing a great job at work while I'm there, like, mm-hmm. is important. But then going and living the rest of my life to the fullest is equally as important. I think that's a great way to look at it. Right. Understanding that while you're at work, you give your, like, you're at work. So, like, give right. your work your best. But then also understanding that work doesn't have to take up the rest of however many hours there are in the week. Right. I kind of think of it as like a road in a car. Like the work is is the car. Mm-hmm. But my personal life are the roads. Like mm-hmm. where I want to go and what I want to do. But I can't I can't get anywhere without one mm-hmm. or the other. Like I have to have both to be able to get to both places. Right. Like if I want to expand my career, I have to do all the things. Like I still have to be a healthy person to be able to yes. do my career in a good way. Yes. So it's like they they are tandem and they cannot work alone. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. What's a piece of advice you've received that has stuck with you? This was from my photographer. Your wedding photographer? Yeah. Okay. She was the one who told me that your wedding is a big day for you, but for everyone else, it's just an evening out. Yeah. So it kind of like that's what led to my like I can't have my expectations like. I can't want, like, my dad to cry on my wedding day. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. did my dad cry? Yes. But, yes. like, me wanting him to cry isn't going to make that happen. Yeah. Like, and I can't make that happen for this day. Like, mm-hmm. we would have had to put in work for years and build that time and relationship. Like, there were things that, like, oh, I wish that, like, we would have had a connection and, like, it would have meant something for them to, like, be there or talk to them on my wedding mm. day. Well, we didn't and it didn't happen and Mm -hmm. I can't control that and for them it wasn't a great it wasn't a day it was Mm -hmm. my day it was your day yeah so it was a great day yeah I felt like it was a great day I enjoyed it and I am the one that mattered obviously (laughs) of course okay so how do you stay motivated or inspired in your daily life I call it YMCA motivation okay have you ever been to a YMCA I believe that Sullivan had swimming lessons at a YMCA in, in Wisconsin. Okay. Otherwise, I don't know. So I call it like everyone there is not there to get jacked. Yeah. Everyone there is like to hopefully have a stroke like one day later or like push their heart attack off like one week later or like. It they is, just want to be healthy. Yeah. They just want to live like one more day and like mm-hmm. that day needs to be able to like be able to do the things they want to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's what keeps me motivated. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not to have this, like, perfect life. Like, everyone creates these. I did. I created the bingo card. But, like, people create these, like, vision boards or resolution boards. And it's, like, Mm -hmm. if I could have my dream life within the next year, like, these are the things that I wish could happen. And that's when I'll be happy. Yes. Like, no, I want to be happy now, and mm-hmm. I want to let that happiness – I want 10 more ten more days of that happiness. Mm-hmm. Like, what do I need to do to have 10 more days of how happy I am right now? Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm not happy now, I'm not going to be happy in 10 days when X happens. Like, mm-hmm. 
it's just not how it works. Correct. It's a it's a slow scale of emotions and hormones in life mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so like I want to keep like the YMCA motivation. Like I love that. Just be happy. Just, just be happy. Like it's easier said than done. Obviously, it is. But the way that these like. 50-year-old dudes that are in the pool with me in the morning and they're mm-hmm. just like so pumped to see their friends that yeah. they are with and if I go to water aerobics and it is all retired ladies and they're like oh my god you're so young like if you ever need to feel better about yourself <laughs> go to the YMCA for water aerobics if you're below 50 they will talk about how cute you are <laughs> how young you are <laughs> it's the best confidence boost that has ever happened I gotta go. But that's, like, the motivation I need in life is just, Mm -hmm. like, what can I do to just be happy tomorrow? Happy and healthy. Happy and healthy. Yeah. It's really actually all that matters. Yeah. None of the other other things really matter when you think about it. It's, like, how can me and my my village be happy and healthy? Mm -hmm. That's a great note to end on. Yeah. The Y, what'd you call it? I call it YMCA motivation. The YMCA motivation, everyone. Adapt that into your life. Well, thank you, Lisa, for joining me. It was fun. This was fun. We never actually just sit and talk like this either. No, we're always like moving, moving and talking. Yeah. Like driving, walking around Target. Yeah. So I think it was, it was good to like just sit and talk like this yeah. together. So everyone say thank you to Lisa. If you want to follow me, it's Hey, What Are You Doing pod on everything. So do that. Like and subscribe. That's for YouTube, but (laughs) subscribe, leave five-star review, please. And next week, my guest is, her name is Zoe, and she is someone that I've been working with for four plus years now. You all are going to love her, and I can't wait for you to listen. Thanks again. Have a great day. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>